Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Lead Or with an OR. I am your host, Victoria Cabrera, and I'm reaching out to you guys and girls today to remind you that everyday people are leaders too. And I want to help bring light to different people on this show to share their stories, to talk about life, and hope this brings value to you in any possible way. And just remember this there are leaders all around us, and it may just be you. I really thank you for joining in the podcast today, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Lead Or. My name is Victoria Cabrera, and today we have some very special guests, my very good friends, Zach and Kelly. And we want to go over just getting to know you guys. And I know right now is a crazy time. You know, we just hear so much negative stuff on the news. So I want to get back to just talking about real life stuff. So first of all, I want to introduce Kelly and Zach with front, the Frontline team, right? Yes. And they are some of the best real estate agents in San... Am I doing that correct? I would say realtors, real estate agent. What's the difference? We kind of answered all. I guess it depends on uh, the day of the week. Yeah. So what's the, is there a difference? So between- the difference between real estate and realtor is realtor, you have to be, or you are part of the San Antonio Board of Realtors. Uh-huh. And when you're not part of an association, you're a real estate agent. Okay. Okay, so, so we're realtors. Okay. We're both part of the San Antonio Board of Realtors. I learned something, right? We learn something new every day. <laughs> so I really just want to get to know you. I mean, I know you guys pretty well, but I want the audience to get to know you guys really well. Um, you know, there's so much things going on right now, but I want to get to know you, let them know kind of some things that we're going to talk about is one, you guys obviously are a couple and you work together quite often. And we just want to see how that works. Talk about mindset and talk about, you know, just all kinds of things. Giving back, how you guys became successful over the course of how many years have you been doing this? I've been doing it just about four years. Four years. Yeah. And generally, I've been a little over two. So, I mean, combined together about six years, but you guys are like kicking ass and taking names right now. And don't worry, you can cuss on the podcast. So (laughs) we're not going to beep anything out. (laughs) So tell me, so Kelly, how did you get started? Because I know we go way back. Like we... We came from the insurance industry, so mm-hmm. we, I kind of know your background, but tell us more about you, how you got started in real estate, how you got there, and then how you guys came to to work together. So I, you know, I did insurance uh-huh. prior to real estate, and um, I've always been in sales. Mm-hmm. And at the very beginning, you know, many years ago, <laughs> I would say like, I don't, I'm always in sales and I don't even want to be in sales. Like, no, you have to, you know, you have to sell something, you got to get people like you, but I always ended up in sales Mm -hmm. and it just has always ended up working out. And so when I was doing insurance, it was insurance for new home sales. Mm -hmm. Um, I was talking to buyers from all over, all over the United States who were purchasing homes and I would reach out to them to offer them insurance services. Mm -hmm. So I was speaking to mortgage companies, escrow officers, you know, title companies on a daily basis. So I knew a little bit of the lingo and I knew a little bit of the process and I sat behind a cubicle. Mm. Well, you know, we we did it together. We sat behind a cubicle, two computer screens, eight hours a day, every single day, 40 hours a week, Mm -hmm. going over the exact same thing Mm -hmm. every single day. And I thought, I know this is not, this is not forever for me. I knew that it was just something that I had to go through and learn everything I could. And and I'm super grateful because I believe that I wouldn't be where I am today had it not been Mm -hmm. for the last company that we were at, which was USI. I was there for almost nine years. Um, and I just learned so much. Yeah. And and also, you know, 
being in that in the, in the part of the transaction where you're helping someone with the process of mm -hmm. their home because we needed to make sure insurance was set up and and being part of that mm -hmm. i thought you know what one day i want to get in i want to be in real estate i want to i want to be selling homes versus just doing the insurance part mm -hmm. and the way i just pictured it in my mind it just happened that way i thought you know what's going to happen how am i going to leave usi how how is that how is that going to transition mm -hmm. and usi um had terminated the books of business with some of the builders and little by little they were laying people off throughout mm -hmm. you know after so many years and i was the last man standing yeah um and then that book terminated the book of business terminated with that builder so they said we're gonna lay you off mm -hmm. um which was a little scary i yeah. had been there for nine years but before getting the news of laying off maybe like a few days before that i had enrolled at sabor Oh, okay. So I had already put it in my mind. I'm going to do real estate. A couple of days later, they tell me, hey, we're going to lay you off and we're going to give you a severance and you'll be able to claim unemployment. So really for like the first year of, of getting into real estate, going through the classes mm -hmm. and just learning everything, I was getting paid by the last job. I mean, it, it really doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. I was super blessed, extremely blessed. And it's just it just took off since yeah. then. And some, sometimes things happen like we think, okay, getting laid off, like you said, it's scary. Like I, I've been there too. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when bad things happen, it's always for things that'll happen for the better. Mm -hmm. Like maybe, you know, it might be where you're get the next step and where you need to be. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Like I know that you said sales was kind of not your thing. You're like, oh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not a salesperson. I don't want to do this. But mm -hmm. I believe, I always tell people that sales is in my in my brain it's a problem solver we're simply helping people solve problems like mm -hmm. and so for when i hear you say the sales thing i can identify to that because i've always been that way too like i don't know but i've always been really good at it so it's kind of like i think if you know how to help people solve problems do you think if i know you that you said they kind of let you go and there was a severance and you know you were able to take advantage of the unemployment that was well deserved at that at that point do you think that you could have done it without all that in place? I could have. Yeah. I could have. I think it's all about mindset. And I really, really wanted to be successful. Yeah. I really wanted to to make real estate work. Yeah. And in my mind, there was not another option. It yeah. was going to either work or it was like a sink or swim. Yeah. So although I did have, you know, that huge blessing, I still would have gone for it, mm -hmm. whether that was there or not. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, can you relate to that, Zach? Like, is that something, how did you get in real estate? Like, what was the deciding factor? Was it? I got to step in a little easier because I worked for a new home builder. Mm -hmm. So I was there for a little over four years mm -hmm. and I pretty much learned everything through that company. Mm -hmm. It's not, we don't have our license when you work for a builder. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of just warming me up. And mm -hmm. um, the transition into real estate was fairly easy because now instead of just working for one builder and only uh, helping sell one product, mm -hmm. I was able to expand out mm -hmm. to anywhere now. So if anyone yeah. wanted any kind of house or uh, sell a house, I can help them with that. Do you feel like, um, like was there a, a, a point in there? Cause like, I know I, I feel like this sometimes, but did you feel like there was a ceiling when you were working with these companies? Like, did you feel like you couldn't spread your wings or oh, yeah. was there something deeper that it was just like, I'm happy, but 
I'm really not happy. Like something, was there like a turning point? What, what happened? Like, can y'all talk to, talk to that? For me, it's funny because I felt that way. But now that I'm in general real estate, I look back and I see all the things I didn't do, uh-huh. all the opportunity that I didn't take advantage of. And I guess it's just, um, gained a comfort there, mm-hmm. but there, there was still so much opportunity there, but there's still so much more in mm-hmm. general real estate. Yeah. I hear, um, I know there's a lot of the successful guys out there and girls that say in order to be comfortable, you have to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Do you think, do you agree with that or how do you feel about that? Yeah. I, cause, cause I can also agree with Kelly, uh, where I felt I need to make it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And jumping into real estate, it is a sink or swim. Mm-hmm. If, if you come in and, um, you just stay at home all day, mm-hmm. maybe talk to one or two people a day. Mm-hmm. It's probably just not going to happen. And yeah. there's not a safety cushion in, in real estate. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's good because real estate's so sexy, right? Everybody yeah. wants to be in real estate. Nobody, I'm in insurance. Nobody wants to be in insurance, but I love, I love doing it. But everybody wants to be in real estate. What do you think the percentage of people, like if you had 10 people and they all got in their license and they all went into the same company independent selling houses or you know helping uh buyers uh purchase houses what do you think the percentage of those 10 people how many of them would fail and how how many of them would still be in it today maybe like eight eight would fail i mean and and i don't remember the exact numbers but i believe it's like the first year of somebody somebody getting their license i believe it's like 80 it's only like 20 people that have Mm -hmm. it and then by the by the second year and don't quote me because I can't remember the exact numbers, but I thought for the second year it was like three people. Yeah, they were pretty shocking numbers when they yeah. said that. It's like, dang. And I think the uh, average income of a realtor is what? 6000 like 6, A year? A year. Wow. I mean, that's... I think, like, with going back to the mindset you were talking about, like, I think people go in with this... Uh, preconceived notion that they're going to make a ton of money mm-hmm. and they're going to kill it and they're going to, um, which it will because you guys are doing that right now. But what are some of the things that like if somebody's listening right now and they're like getting their real estate license and they think that they're going to just hit it out of the park, what are some things that they, you could tell them right now that they can expect, like they need to have these things in place in order to at least make it to that second and third year. What could you tell them? So you definitely, you definitely need a schedule and it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, <laughs> but if you, but it's, if there's a saying in, I think it's, is it bold? I think it so. comes from our Keller Williams mm-hmm. family that we absolutely love, but there's a saying that says if, it, if it's not on your schedule, it doesn't exist. Mm. Yeah, and it's, yeah. yeah. And it's easy to get sidetracked yeah. because you're self-employed. Hey, I sold a house yesterday. I don't need to do anything for the rest of the month. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it just depends how how you will make it and you will get it if you want it bad enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's, it's it's not to rain on anyone's parade coming into real estate. We'd hope that everyone makes it because mm-hmm. there's enough for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not to be forgotten that it's a career that needs work. Mm-hmm. People coming in have to put the work in. It's yeah. not going to fall in your lap. Yeah. And you have to. I mean, like you said, it's there's plenty to go around. Plenty. I, I want to touch base on that because it happens a lot in our industry where people are so. I mean, it's good to be competitive. I. I like to see what the big players are doing because I like to um, not copy, but kind of mold myself, maybe take some of the things that they're doing that are making them successful and implement in my business. But can you talk on that? Because I know maybe we can change people's minds out there. Like, why do you think people are so competitive and like 
not in a good way. Like you, you can call them haters, you can call them envious, you can call them whatever you want. Why do you think there's some people out there like that? Because I, I still try to wrap my head around it. I think they probably just, for me personally, I would have to say a lot of people just see the pretty picture. Mm. Oh, look at them, they're vacationing. Oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. But they don't see the hard work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. as much as we post videos, hey, here's another walkthrough that we're doing or here's another showing, there's a lot that we can't post we're in and out of houses, like in and out. There's yeah. sometimes where, and you're with clients, you know, you have to be telling them, hey, things about the home and yeah, educating them as you're, as you're showing. So we can't really put everything on video. So I think people just kind of see the pretty picture mm. and they feel that I could do it too without putting in the work because not all the work is shown. There's some nights where I don't even sleep because yeah. I'm thinking about, the business yeah i mean you guys personally helped us buy our home and i saw how hard you guys work like it's i mean we were going through some some situations where we were texting you guys like at 10 o'clock at night not mm-hmm. not that y'all should do that with, you know, <laughs> but i mean but it was good to know that we had somebody there but i've seen you guys in work and i see the hustle that you put in what can you say so like going back to when you guys post that you're on vacations or the new cars or this or that People might only see that, mm-hmm. right? And do you think that that has a lot to do with people like, oh man, like, um, you know, a lot of people may feel down on their themselves because they're not where they want to be at that point. What advice can you give somebody? Uh, what advice can you give to somebody that is feeling in a rut? Maybe they're like, man, I've been hustling, I've been doing hard work, I'm not seeing the follow through. What is going on? Like, what would be some good advice for those people? You just have to keep on moving. You've got to keep on moving. And don't worry about what the neighbor is doing or what somebody else is doing. Worry about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're worried about you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say and definitely chase that goal and that dream. Mm-hmm. I think some a lot of times, actually, um, some people can put their goals and dreams on hold because they think, I only see that um, on TV or mm-hmm. I only see that for a couple of the rich people in San Antonio. It's like, no, yeah. no, no. You know, a lot of them start from the ground up and mm-hmm. they just kept chasing their goal. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be specific. Like even I remember when Kelly and I used to work together, I'd, we'd be at our cubicles and I'd be like, man, this ain't for me. Like mm-hmm. we're, this is going to be mine one day. This agency is yeah. going to, I'm going to have people mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. with us and I want to, I want a business like this. That, that mm-hmm. was my dream. Mm-hmm. I didn't know when it was going to happen. And, you know, it took me being, I mean, I hit, I hit a really bad financial time back in, I think, 2014. Nobody knew what was going on because I'm not, I was not dwelling on that. I was mm-hmm. not like, oh, poor me. Oh, I got to do this. Like nobody knew, not even my friends. Yeah, I have no idea. Nobody knew. And so, but because in my mind, I was like, okay, this is temporary. This is just what I have to go through to get where I need to be. This mm-hmm. is what happens. Like I almost kind of train myself to be like, oh, I have to go through this. Mm-hmm. Like there's no choice. Mm-hmm. And if you don't go through it, you can't get there. And I think who said it? Somebody said you have to uh, get through it to get to it. Maybe mm-hmm. it was Tony Robbins. I don't know. Some, somebody said it. You got to get through it to get to it. And I'm a big believer in that. So, you know, the fact that people might see the end result. I mean, for you guys, this is not the end result. I mean, I can see you guys even, I've always told Kelly, man, we're going to be, mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. be where we see in the, the, the movies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, but the cool thing is, I think me, what, the reason why you and I stayed friends is we had a lot of things in common, but one thing that we agreed on or that we always um, could agree 
that having the vision yes is the most important part mm-hmm. we could i mean even as as bad as we had it or what we dealt with in the right. past having the focus and the vision and not i don't know what do you guys think because i meet a lot of people that they want to do real estate but they want to do insurance and they want to do this and they want to do that like they're trying to juggle five different things would you guys think focusing on one thing absolutely you have to have one thing if you're not focused on your one thing you're going to try to be focused on so many different things that you're not going to be good at any of them because you're everywhere you need to focus on your one thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's a book out and our brokerage stands behind called the one thing Mm -hmm. that we need to finish reading yeah but in that book it it talks about that that you need to put all of your energy in that one Mm -hmm. thing that you want to accomplish Mm -hmm. what about times right now so like we like let's just say i'm i got my license in real estate and now i'm in my third year and i'm doing good but i'm not where i want to be like i barely i'm barely getting to that level where i might get to like oh all right i'm doing things and then bam something like the coronavirus hits or something like uh it doesn't have to be coronavirus it could be a personal thing that you've gone through or maybe a loss in the family or something hits and it just takes the wind out of your sails can can people expect to go through things like that Mm -hmm. does it or and how do they overcome that like how do you get through that to stay focused because it's easier said than done Mm -hmm. Right? It's easier mm-hmm. said than done. So it's like, I mean, we've all been through stuff. But how do you, what's, what would be good advice for people that are like, I'm going through this thing with my family, or I've had a loss in the family, or I can't deal with this pandemic stuff. It's stressful. Like, what are things that people can do to help them get through those times? Hmm. So I've had a loss in the family, you know, and... You have to have a good support system, not mm-hmm. just from your friends, but also your coworkers and, and the people that you work with. And that was definitely what I, I had to take some time away from real estate, but I knew that I had to get back to it eventually. Mm-hmm. But I took the time that I needed and I wasn't rushed or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I had a great support system. I had just joined um, Scott Maloof's team mm-hmm. and um, they were all there for me. So, yeah. Yeah. So support. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. And I, I didn't think about it. But yes, having surrounding yourself with the right friends, loved ones, wow. co-workers, people that you aspire to join mm-hmm. uh, their ranks. That's mm-hmm. key. Because mm-hmm. if you if you're not, it's um, your mindsets will match. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know if I have a bad day, like I'm just like, man, I just want to I just want to be in bed all day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. But then it's like, OK, why am I, why am I trying to get where I'm at? Like I have, I always think about my family. Like I say this all the time. It gets old because I say it so much, but I'm like, okay, I think about my nieces and my nephews and my mom and my sisters. Like if I get here or when I get there, how can I help these people? Mm -hmm. Right. How can I help not only my circle, but how can I help people beyond my circle? Mm -hmm. And I get, I don't want to get controversial or anything, but I see so much right now with everything that's going on. But I, I was talking to Carmenza, my fiance, and I was ta- telling her, I was like, look, people, I get it, they want to have a voice. But I'm like, what are, can, can you ask yourself, what are the, the five things that I've done lately for somebody else outside of my family or even for family that have been, um, that have, I've taken action to help these people in any way, paying the light bill for somebody that was in need, uh, walking out there and giving a, a homeless person a meal you know, donating to a charity, do like, 
I'm curious, like, how many people, like, if you have people, like, your, your circle of people, especially the ones that are, like, real loud, like, they always have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And if you were to ask them, what are the last five things that you've done this year, just this year, that have helped somebody else? What do you think that answer would be? Oh, that's tough. Well, that's anyone tough. can make anything up, but... <laughs> but I'm talking true to the heart, because true I'll be heart. honest, like, I feel like I don't help out as much as, like, I, I help my agents with what they need. Um, I think I could do better. Like, I, I always think of things that I can improve around, like, in my life. Like, I have a great career. I have a good personal life, a good relationship. Like, I am beyond blessed. But then I think, man, like, am I not doing enough to help people around me? Like, we live over here on the east side of town, and we see homeless people all the time. Should I, could I just be handing out pizza or whatever it is mm-hmm. just to... Little things that don't need to be known. Right. What And I question myself sometimes, like, am I not doing enough? Should people, I don't know. I was just I, speaking out loud. You know? I think just that you even think that way mm-hmm. is huge. Mm-hmm. Just us even driving over here. I was telling yeah. Zach, we are so blessed and we need to keep remembering to give back mm-hmm. because that's part of the blessings. Yeah. And I mean, of course, it's not something that you announce, but. I'm very, very big on that. Mm-hmm. If it's even just somebody saying, "Hey, I'm," I've had I I had several people reach out to me during the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like, "Hey, give me this," or "Hey, lend me this." Yeah. It was just kind of like, "If you, I'm going through a hard time. If there's anything that you could help out with," and I didn't even tell Zach, and I did it without, yeah, without hesitation because yeah. I rem- remember I was there one mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. and to be where we're at now. Though that's the only right thing to do is is oh, yeah. give back. Yeah. And sometimes I feel the same way. Just driving over here, I told him, babe, we need to make sure that we're giving back. We need yeah. to make sure that we're yeah. we're paying it forward. And sometimes Absolutely. I think we're not doing it enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's normal. I mean, I, I think, think it's a normal. giving heart gives you that mindset because mm-hmm. uh, because I know I've told Kelly too. And, um, I'll feel a little guilty sometimes. Maybe if I splurge on something, mm-hmm. you know, I'll stop and be like. And what have I done to help someone else? Mm-hmm. You know, am I being a little too focused inward and, mm-hmm. and I'm not focused outward? It's just a guilty feeling. Maybe you can get in. Kelly's corrected me and told me mm-hmm. it's not guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I believe it's just it's come. It's a, a, a helping heart will give you that kind of mindset, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think. And that's where I think the people that really um, not that people that are not because success can mean anything like I I think of success as having a good home and being a good mm-hmm. leader and being kind and, and putting out the right messages and doing the right thing. What Like I always told Carmenza, if I were to die today, one thing that people, and I know that one thing that people can say about me is Victoria was a good person. Like they can't take that away from me mm-hmm. because, because I've, not that I'm doing it on purpose, like, oh, I need to be good. I need to do this. But it's just because the way we grew up, we were always taught, like, be kind, like, give the shirt off your back, mm-hmm. even when, when we didn't have it. And so I think, like, when I write down my goals and I'm writing, how can I be better? What can I do better? I think that needs to be a part of anybody that's listening is, yeah, you know, your weight, you know, getting your financials in order, you're enhancing your relationship, um, building your networks, things like this. But how are you giving back? It doesn't have to be in a big way. It could be like you you were an ear to somebody. Somebody's going through a hard Sometimes just yeah. listening to somebody mm-hmm. or having somebody to listen to you and vent. I mean, that means everything. 
Mm-hmm. It, it gets all that heaviness out of you, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wanted to bring that up because I think right now during this time, I think we need how we can contribute. If you can't contribute financially, reach out to somebody that maybe is going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. How can you help them? Hey, can I go cut your grass? You don't have a lawnmower? Yeah. Your lawnmower broke down? Can mm-hmm. I come cut mm-hmm. it? Hey, you need 50 bucks to pay your water bill? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, hey, I have this food I'm not going to eat in my pantry and it's good would you like this Mm -hmm. little Mm -hmm. things like that and i just want to say to people out there before i we get back to um is that uh the little it there's no small gift like there's there's nothing no gestures too small yes there you go yeah the the smallest thing can mean so much to someone and Mm -hmm. we've seen it before yeah um even when it's been given to us or done for us and we're like oh that was so nice they did not have to do that can Mm -hmm. you can you think of all the thought that was behind them coming to do that for me? Yeah. Oh, it makes me feel good. Then yeah. it helps you want to pass that back yeah. around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I And I think that's, uh, and going back to, I think when you give more, I, I don't know if you guys read The Go-Giver, but that book. You gave it to me. I did give it yeah, to you. Yeah, you gave See, me I it. gave something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. After I read it, I was like, I got to give it to someone. The audio, you gave me the audio book. Yeah, and I think it just teaches you the 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 connections, everything's connected. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, wow, like, I don't know. It's really, it's really weird how the universe works or how God works or whatever it is that, you know, people believe in is just important to make that a part of your process, regardless of what your situation is. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was important to, to say. Um, so with you guys, so like a lot of people make excuses like, well, I can't do this because this, or I can't do that. What do you think it is? Is it just like a mindset or people are trained differently? Is, is what's, what's going on in people's heads when they're thinking like that? I think it's just a mindset. And even for the motivated, when a hard time comes around and then you were in abundance and now you're in, at a scarcity, mm. you, if you can reflect on yourself and you see all the excuses you made, all the shortcomings you yeah. were doing, yeah. um, all of that will get be exposed to you because you can, you know, fib to anyone else, but you can't fib to yourself. Yeah. You you're like, man, I'm short on all of this now. My business is real low now. It was so good two months ago before all this happened, and then you start to see, well, I wasn't doing this, mm-hmm. and well, I wasn't doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. this to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to take breaks. Like with me, like I've these last two months, I've kind of taken the opportunity. Like, well, you know, ever I'm home, I'm gonna. I've been working since I was 16 and I'm like, okay, you know what? It's okay for me to give myself a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want to go sleep till, till, oh, I don't, I can't sleep past 10. Like, but I mean, if I want to sleep till 10 or if I don't want to go work out today, if I want to just hang out in the pool, mm-hmm. like I'm a lot, before I was like, damn, I'm not working enough. Like <laughs> I feel I, guilty. I, yeah. Like I have that guilt feeling and I don't know why I can't get, but lately it's like, no, I need to be grateful. Like, shoot, like. I can do this. Like I can mm-hmm. not go to work and like still be okay. Mm-hmm. Like those are things that I can be grateful for. So I think you're hundred percent right. But I think those people that are overachievers too, that we, I think we all here kind of tend to be, I think it's okay to give yourself a break sometimes too, you know, yeah. and not feel guilty yeah, about it's it. Hard. It's, it's hard. hard. <laughs> I find myself feeling really guilty. Well, I think how I feel sometimes too. Um, and again, I don't know what everyone believes in, but for me, I want, it's a personal thing where I don't want God to think that I'm ungrateful mm. for the blessings I already have mm. um, and think, oh, well, it's not enough. 
I, I that'll feel bad for me. So yeah. personally for me, yeah, I'd, I'll take a day off because I'd be like, I, I appreciate everything I have right yeah. now. Yeah. You know, I want to just relax and soak this all in. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, that's the key is just being in the present, mm-hmm. right? Like being like, okay, you know what? It's okay. Like, I feel like I have yeah. three people and like, not just two people, but I'm like, okay, it's going to be okay. But Victoria, you need, like, I'm constantly talking to myself yeah. in my head. And I was actually having a conversation with Permenza. I'm like, God, I, I appreciate you so much because I can have these conversations with you and you don't think I'm weird. Like, if I tell a normal person, like, oh, yeah, the inside, my, my subconscious or my, my other being yeah. in me that I'm talking to, <laughs> like, those, like, what is this? This yeah. chick is crazy. Yeah. But the fact that I told her, man, I appreciate our conversations, you know, because I can talk like this to you mm-hmm. and you don't think I'm weird because you can relate to me. So I want to get to that. Like, how, how did you guys, like, I know that you guys were both in real estate. What made you decide to kind of, like, I know you guys do individually your own thing, but you guys work together a mm-hmm. lot. How's that, how's that work? Like, so originally when he was starting real estate, I was on Scott Maloof's team and he was thinking about joining another brokerage and I was like, that's fine. I want you to do what you think is best for you. Mm-hmm. And the more and more we talked about it, we were like, mm. so then he joined the team with Scott and, um, it was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, but, um, we started to be able to work together really well Mm -hmm. and um we started to recognize ourselves as one Mm -hmm. to where if she couldn't be around to help her clients i could Mm -hmm. and vice versa Mm -hmm. so it was like our clients had two bodies because there was always someone there to help yeah or it we see that as an advantage because i know sometimes i mean you can't be with every client 100 percent of the time but with two of us, we get pretty close at always being able to be there. Yeah. Um, and we both are hardworking. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're falling into bed at 11 mm-hmm. o'clock. Like, whew. yeah. So it works, but we're at a point now to where we both got so consumed that we used to go everywhere together. We'd mm-hmm. go to every client, every walkthrough, every closing. And now we just, there's no way. So yeah. we're still doing that, but now we're two yeah. separate bodies of the same yeah. body working out there. What are the, I know getting personal, but what are some of the struggles that you guys, because I, um, like, I know with Carmenza, like, I was like, babe, you know, we can just, we can make this insurance thing just take off. There's other people in the industry that do it together too. But at the same time, like, we're two different people. So I almost feel like I don't want to take away from what she loves to do, Mm -hmm. you know, like. She's great with numbers. She's a CPA. She loves all. She loves that. I can't. I hate spreadsheets. Like I cannot yeah. deal with spreadsheets for the life of me. So, how? Like for me, it was like I don't want to make you do something that you're not happy doing, or like because I know in the end we're gonna be we're gonna be good no matter what. But it's just kind of selfishly. I was like, hey, if you come with me, then we can do whatever. We can go. We can go to Hawaii for a month and I can go, we can go work over there and, and it doesn't yeah. matter, you know? But like, I think it's important to give that person the freedom to choose, right? Mm-hmm. The freedom to make those decisions and to do what they love to do. I think it's, a, so like if there's a couple out there that, cause you hear a lot, right? Like you're not doing enough or like you need, you should do this or you're working for this company and you mm-hmm. shouldn't do like, like talk me through some of that stuff. Like I know it's it can be good, but what are some of the hard things that you guys guys go through? So we're diff we we have different personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, naturally. 
and I have my way of doing my sales and he has his way. And so a lot of the times, you know, in my head, I'm like, no, you're not, you're, you shouldn't do it like that. Uh I would do it like this and I would get it done Uh because I'm straight to the point. Yeah. Nothing in between. Just get me to where I need to be. Mm. He's more of a, like, let mm-hmm. me walk you through it. And I'm like, why are you walking them through it when you can just get them straight there? Mm-hmm. You're not doing it right. I like the journey. So, <laughs> uh, so I have to, I I had to learn, and I'm still learning, that mm-hmm. he has his own way of doing things. And yeah. it's okay. And if it and if it's something that he does and he has to learn through it, then yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I have my way of doing things. And he's probably not going to do things the way I I do them and okay. I'm definitely not doing things the way he does them. I get anxiety them. if I try doing things the way Kelly does them. Yeah. I get anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can relate to that because I know with Carmen and I and it's silly stuff. Like I could be washing dishes. I'll be like, "I think I'm doing it the right way." And she'll be like, "I know, she just wants to tell me, babe, that is not the right way." And I oh. and I can feel her telling me. Like I can feel the energy just like, "Babe, it's, am I doing this okay? Like, should I be, you know, like, it's simple things, but... That's us we all day, it. every day. Yeah. If I'm going to do something and, and she's looking over me, I'm like, get away. <laughs> don't don't watch me do it because I know you're going to tell me how to do this. And it could yeah. be something as simple as sweeping. You're yeah. not sweeping right. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I guess, is, has been the, the only struggle I can think of. It's just two different mindsets. We do things two yeah. different ways. Yeah. It works for each other. We can learn off each other, but I guess it's... Like you said, it's trying to pull the other one, the other one's yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So. I think when you have like um, everybody has, like you say, everybody has their own way of doing things, and it's hard. Like you always think you're doing it the right way, but what mm-hmm. if you're not doing it the right way? What if you're not doing it? Like, what's yeah. the right way? But well, my right, my way is definitely the right way. Always right. <laughs> <laughs> always right. I I just feel like, but would you say that? Uh, you know, all funniest aside, would you say that? What's the most important thing that you think would be in a relationship, especially if somebody's listening and they're like, oh man, this is scary. My, now my husband wants to work with me or my girlfriend wants to work with me. Is this a good idea? What are some tips that you can give people to be able to have a healthy relationship working together? Is it communication? Is it letting them be? I mean, what do you think? Like three things that they can implement right away, maybe things that you've learned from that could possibly help these individuals that are thinking about working together? I think if I can give any advice Mm -hmm. and going through what, you know, our time together, it's, you can both be going towards the same goal, but Mm -hmm. yes, you do have to remember that you're both going to maybe get there a little differently. Mm -hmm. Communication is key. Even when Mm -hmm. maybe you're feeling that the other person's not doing it right, communicate it, then they can communicate it back. Mm -hmm. Y'all can find a solution somewhere. Mm -hmm. Compromise. Uh, You're both going to the same place, even if you're in two different vehicles. Yeah. And um, that's probably my best advice. Kelly's going to be like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. It's my way or the highway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I agree. I mean, communication, definitely. Yeah. Communication and um, what was the other one you said? (laughs) Communication and... and the second one. (laughs) <laughs> I think, well, I think the biggest thing for me is communication. Like, I know I'm more of a let's fix it now. And Carmen's is more of a, like, calm and chill and, like. Oh, that word. So you meant compromise. Compromise. Yeah. Compromise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think it's just giving that other person the space to be able to still. Because in a relationship, you are together all the time. And, you know, you tend to go, you know, you're you're together all the time. So I think. We have to remember as human beings, we are still individuals at the end of the day and we don't get that space 
it kind of tends to you know, bring tension. Yeah, bring it does. Tension. Bring yeah. tension. It's definitely it was some getting used to and just kind of learning each mm-hmm. other. Because mm-hmm. at first we could get into an argument because of the way he talked to a client that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Or I'm maybe being too critical, like, oh, you should have said this, or why are you saying this? Mm-hmm. And I ha- and I had to learn yeah. that that's his client and yeah. he, it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you guys are being real because I know like people out there are like, oh, it's all nice and dandy and we love working like it's like come on people like really like we we're all we've all i mean if you're in a relationship you it's not going to be perfect but Mm -hmm. you can make it to where you guys i think it's more i call it more mature like just being able to communicate in the past i didn't i was like i don't give a crap like, and then I'd go to the bar and get drunk or whatever. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> but I think communication is still key and being, being able to lay it out there and be like, Hey, look, I know I messed up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not perfect, but this is how I do things. And is going forward, this doesn't make me feel good. I always tell people like, cause I see it. Um, on other podcasts and stuff, it's like, okay, understand where they're coming from. Just like a client, understand where they're coming from and then provide a solution. And if that solution doesn't work for them, let them communicate back what what would work for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think even though relationships shouldn't be transactional, I think sometimes they can be if you just do it the right way. I don't know. But, I mean, you guys seem to be blowing up. I mean, what's your, what's your experience... Like, what's your goals, like, going forward? Like, I know that you guys are, I don't even know how many. I see you guys closing houses every single freaking day, <laughs> two or three at, at, in one day. Like, anybody would want to be where you guys are at, and at least the trajectory where you guys are going to be. What's the next What's the next goal for frontline, the frontline team? Like, what's what's the next vision? Or, it doesn't have to be a frontline <laughs> team vision. It could be your vision and your vision. I, I, it's going to be just to grow, Mm -hmm. to expand ourselves, multiply ourselves Mm -hmm. to help out more families. Mm -hmm. So the very next step, we're we're working from home right now, but the very next step is to get an external office. Mm -hmm. That way we can treat it more like a a business Mm -hmm. than nine to five. Yeah. Because you you can get caught up and distracted easily when you, when you're working from home. It's like, you know, it's like, I'm going to make a hundred calls right now, but first I'm going to. Let me make about 10 and then I will get a snack. Uh-huh. And then, well, while I have my snack on my show, I'm going to put a show on it. It's real easy just yeah. to get caught up in that. And so yeah. that's our our very next step is, is the external office. Mm. And um, with the amount of, of friends, family, um, referrals that we have, we know right now we're maybe not, we don't have enough manpower to help everyone out. Mm-hmm. And uh, the goal is to get a little bit more manpower mm-hmm. that way we can expand mm-hmm. out and help all of those that right now we're struggling to is that pretty much a consensus like you guys are just that's where you want to be and you talk I mean, you communicate that mm-hmm. to each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think like i don't know why what can you say because i know like you said it earlier um you said there's enough to go around for mm-hmm. everybody i'm a big believer in that too like i i deal with it in the insurance industry it's like People are just like, eh, you know, it's like a doggy dog business. You would think insurance is not like that, but it, mm-hmm. it's really bad. Um, what can you tell, like, to the fellow people, like people that are in real estate, like, there is enough to go around. Like, there's enough to go around. What sets you guys apart to say there is enough to go around versus the person that's like, I need everything. Like, I need to be, have it all. If you come from a scarcity mindset like that, 
mm-hmm. then you it's hard for the for you to allow those blessings to come into your life for you to allow mm-hmm. those opportunities yes. so that's why i think coming from a mindset of of abundance mm-hmm. we do affirmations mm-hmm. on a regular and i was telling him i have an affirmation on my in my bathroom that says i allow myself to receive avalanches of abundance because there's enough for everyone mm. so coming from from that and constantly repeating it and saying and 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 even there's sometimes where you might there was a, there was an instance where i helped a family mm-hmm. and because they had started off with another realtor i was going to get zero on this on this sell mm-hmm. and the client was saying we appreciate you so much i'm considering canceling the the purchase of this house just so you can get paid and i was mm-hmm. like absolutely not this is your dream home mm-hmm. i will have more opportunities that other realtor probably needs it more than me it's okay wow. and and having that you know another person could have been like oh my gosh that's money that i was counting on yeah. i'm not gonna have it and for me i was i made peace with it if yeah. if it's not for me it's okay i helped you though the realtor wasn't able to find him financing and, and wasn't going to be able they were not going to be able to buy that house had she mm. not started working with us yeah and that's pretty much the way you have to think like it's okay this this opportunity this didn't work maybe money wise or whatever the case might be but more opportunities mm-hmm. are going to come and they're going to come tenfold mm. you just move on you help someone because that's really the the most important thing and that mindset is key yeah. it is key because it's a very emotional business yeah uh, a lot of businesses are very emotional they'll yeah. have their up and downs they'll have their seasons and yeah. it's key to keep that mellow mindset yeah. that it's okay you know focusing on the abundance of life and and yeah. it's going to be okay it's going to keep on coming yeah and i think and I'll, I'm going to be very honest. Like I've been in sales for since I was 16. Customer service or sales. I've always been in sales. And there was a point when I was younger. I've always had the giving mindset. But there was a point when I was younger where I would let people get in my head. Especially maybe like coworkers around me. Um, they're like, nah, don't help that person. Like you're not getting anything off of it. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. And I started to think like that for a while. So I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that realtor. I, I was probably that realtor at some point. Like. I'm not going to help that person. I'm not getting anything out of it. And I started identifying when I would do it. And I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff. Like, oh, I want to help you because I'm not getting anything back. And I start thinking like, that has power. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to help you because I'm not getting anything back. So now you're giving with expectation instead of giving without expectation but there's a fine line because we are business owners so we can't just help everybody for free but you the the fact that you can identify like no you're i'm gonna help you this is a unique situation regardless like now that i'm in a different place financially i have more of that mindset it's really weird and i don't know maybe i started changing it and that's when more Mm -hmm. money started coming Mm -hmm. in but I could identify back then when I wasn't doing that well, where I was thinking like that. So I think it's crazy that you say that because it's like somewhere something happened where my mindset changed because I let the wrong people get in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I know that you had said this earlier. It's important to surround yourself around people that are a good support system. What if somebody doesn't have good friends? Like, there's a lot of people out there that they have acquaintances, but they're not good for them. Or maybe they have family that's like... You're never going to get there. Like, I don't know why you're trying. Like, oh, like, 
what can you tell those people? Like, if they don't have a good support system, how do they change make it, it through? Yeah, yeah change you gotta it. change you your gotta scene. change your circle. You gotta change. Your you gotta you gotta surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, people that you can learn from. You know, if you're in the if you're the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. You're in the wrong room. Yeah. You want to surround yourself. You don't want to be the smartest person. Nobody. Well, who are you going to learn from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, meet meet new people. There's e- even just your free Sunday church. Mm-hmm. There's groups, and they're like with ours, uh, BRCC. There there are groups of all kinds, bicycling enthusiasts, mm-hmm. um, gaming enthusiasts. I mean, there's communities all over the place mm-hmm. that you can just go and introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have all kinds of people that want to give seminars. Mm. They'll give them virtually or they'll have classrooms and you can just meet all kinds of people that way. And yeah. If you're feeling that way, yeah, it, it, a lot of it might come from just a circle around you and maybe you yeah. need to go talk to a couple new people. Yeah, I mean, that's good advice because people we can say like, change it. But like, what's an actionable step? Yeah. Like, what can I do? Like, well, you're not going to find that. I mean, sometimes you can meet people at the bar and have a great conversation, but if you're always going to be there, you're probably going to run into the same people, same story. So expand your network, mm-hmm. whether, but, and going back, like you have to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an introvert, like you're just, you know, find something in common. Like you say, a running group, a bicycle group, a, a musician group, whatever, a church group, whatever that mm-hmm. might be. There has to be something you like that you can surround yourself by like-minded people. And then one, one thing I'll say to that is that, I used to be scared of this in the past is asking questions like, Oh no, I don't want to ask. Oh, like, Oh, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to, now I'm like, Oh yeah. How did you do that? What did you do that? Oh, how'd you get into that? How... The more questions I started asking authentically because I'm interested in learning about this person, mm-hmm. the more I would find out like, Oh wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you can do that. Or I didn't. And so I'm not just expanding my, my, uh, my knowledge to these people. <clears throat> But I'm learning like things that I can now learn more on. Like I'll go pick up a book and say, oh, they said that. Let me go look at YouTube real quick and learn this. Mm -hmm. Like all this, I never knew. This is all self-learned. Nobody helped me except the YouTube videos. That's awesome. But it's like, but if I didn't surround myself or or talk to people and ask these questions, I wouldn't have never Mm -hmm. known that I can do these Mm -hmm. things. So, I mean, actionable steps. Like what would be a good tip before? I know we're getting a little over here, but... What would be, we talked about a lot. We talked about mindset. We talked about how can you get through things when you've gone through losses or hard times. We talked about competition. I mean, we've talked about a lot. But aside from real estate, like as a person, what can you tell people um, out there that maybe a couple of things that they can do to make some kind of change in their life? Like, if they're even if they're really doing really really well like let's just say you have two people you're talking to right now you have somebody that just lost their job that lost their business that's stressed out to the max that they're com- contemplating god knows what because they just everything got taken away from them or you're talking to somebody too now that that is up there and they're just not feeling like that what do you call it that sense of accomplishment anymore what can you tell those two people at the same time things that they can do to maybe get out of that that mindset so it's definitely i think a season Mm -hmm. we all go through seasons you Mm -hmm. talked about it earlier and knowing that it is just temporary it's a season and you're going to get through it Mm -hmm. and just visualizing i think is huge Mm -hmm. visualizing where you want to be sit there and just 
place yourself where you want to be. Mm. Where, wherever that might be for anyone. Mm -hmm. Visualize, place yourself there, and just believe it because you will achieve it if you do mm. believe it. Yeah, vis I mean, taking a moment to yourself, get all the noise out of your head. Mm -hmm. Like, because I know, like, even for the people that ha like, have the big mansions and the cars, and sometimes you can reach a deep place, to a dark place, too. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's because there's something that, something deep down inside that you're not fulfilling. Mm -hmm. But like you say, visualize yourself. What, what are you trying to fulfill? Is it love? Is it being next to your mom and dad because you, you somehow ruin the relationship and now you want to make amends or maybe it's a friend that you lost that that you guys had a falling out like maybe visualize yourself making amends maybe visualize yourself mm -hmm. talking to your parents again mm -hmm. maybe visualize yourself partnering up with somebody an enemy in the like not an enemy but maybe competition that they're always like ah maybe visualize yourself sitting down with them and and coming to partnership on something that's that's very i think i agree with you there like that's yeah, absolutely. super important yeah, and you, you just ask yourself literally ask yourself what's making me unhappy and what do mm. i want that's going to make me happy if, if mm. you just take a moment to yourself to think about that right there you'll find out well i'm unhappy with my uh my financial situation well what do you want to do for a living what, mm -hmm. what's going to make you happy what's going to solve that and, mm. and in your mind whatever it may be you can think of it even if yeah. it's um, I want to go to school to get my associate's degree so that I could um, get this one career. I've always thought about being in. Mm. Well, what's stopping you from starting that right now? Yeah. You know, and then, and then you just you track it back to the step before the step before to where that first step is right in front of you. Yeah. So, OK, well, it's opening up a computer and looking at, you know, some schools mm -hmm. and, and you can figure a path out. Yeah. But you have to know why, yeah. what you want, why. Uh -huh. uh, and what's making you unhappy and it's okay to feel unhappy sometimes like people get it really um i've i've learned to accept this over time like i always thought i have to be happy all the time everything has to be perfect and if it's not if i'm not happy all the time then something's wrong with me something's going on with me and i, I would make myself feel bad about it and so like i think you want to be happy the majority of the time because if you're sad all the time that's not good but i think it's okay to embrace the sadness like mm -hmm. it's really weird but this is what i do and i don't know but when i feel emotional or i feel like i need to do a release i watch like gray's anatomy or something that i know that's going to make me cry <laughs> because <laughs> I, for whatever reason like that helps me and, and after that i'm like okay i've cried it out wow this actually helps like Releasing that energy somehow, whether it's through tears, whether it's through working out, whether it's through talking, whether it's mm -hmm. through um, dancing, whatever you want to do is releasing that. But being self-aware that it's okay to be unhappy mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's not okay to accept mm -hmm. your unhappiness is going to be forever. Yes. And like you said before, with the seasons, you're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. It happens to everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate when people post stuff on Instagram and this and that and they're portraying this life where you guys were real with us today like hey yeah we we're doing well but we had our struggles like I would encourage more business owners and influencers out there to give us the real stuff too because it's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies mm -hmm. and it's okay to go through those things as long as you know that it's not going to be permanent and it's only temporary and don't stay there Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you guys want to add? I know we we talk, I'm so appreciative <laughs> that you guys have been here because 
it could be one person that listens to this. It could be hundreds. It could be thousands. But it, as long as we were able to help that one person, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. Anything mm-hmm. else that you want to add or is that, I think... I know you had, you had talked about, you had asked us what our goals were, and I know, oh, you yeah. know the, next oh, yeah, yeah. the next immediate goal is, of course, getting the office. But for me, real estate has really taken both of us really to a different level that some only dream about. Mm-hmm. So for us to be able to help other people, whether it be my nephews, nieces, friends, anybody, mm-hmm achieve that level of success and if we're able to help with that mm-hmm. that's everything so that's oh, yeah. definitely one of our goals like you know i'm sure you've seen my nephew he's only 17 he's waiting to be 18 he's waiting to turn 18 so he can take his real estate exam wow and so that's yes, huge that's for us so because satisfying. we have we have mm-hmm. teens looking up to us you yeah. know, and if I'm able to make it out of the hood, you know, I grew up on the east side. And so you came out of the east side. Yeah. I'm living to the east yeah, side. Yeah, this is my hood. 180, huh? So being able to accomplish everything that we're accomplishing, and, and I say it very humbly because mm-hmm. we still want to do a lot more. Yeah. But however, we're still very grateful to where we are at yeah. now. But being able to help others achieve, achieve success through real estate is is a goal is one of my main goals yeah that's awesome because a lot of people you know i know i have a team of agents and i i try like that's my main goal like i always try to put people first and i think people there's doubters out there that like oh why do you want to help me why would you want to help me take away the business or like but like you said there's so much to go around there's not enough good age i'll say there's i'll say this and I'm not in your industry, but I, I can say this. There's not enough good agents out there to help enough people. There's so many people. There's so many people that are trying to find homes and that that need help selling their homes because they're whatever the reason is. There's so much out there. And like you said before, you can't be everywhere at one time. You're going to no. need. And what better way to help people make a career out of this, right? Like to to help and take what you because you guys learn from somebody and somebody help you what kind of blessing would it be for you guys to help somebody else Mm -hmm. i mean that's all money aside because the money's going to come right but the knowledge the experience the vision that you're going to help them build that's that's the big thing Mm -hmm. you know so i mean you guys are awesome like i appreciate you as friends like i appreciate you saying stuff you know getting kind of vulnerable and saying these things because we know that people need to hear this message. Um, I do. I want to do so. Oh, this is like random. I'm willing to do like a $200 giveaway, like to somebody that needs help that's listening to you right now. Do you guys want to yeah, contribute? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sure. Because I, I mean, this was not. I promise you, this was not something that. Um, I just felt like sometimes yeah. you gotta. So like that's like $400 or absolutely. whatever, whatever yeah. you guys want to give. But I want to help, like, somebody out there that maybe needs help. Like, mm-hmm. if you know somebody. Uh, Especially right now. Yeah. I mean, right now, I, I'm willing to do that right yeah. now. Um, thank you so much, guys. Of course. Like, you we guys love you. Awesome. We yes, love you. Love you guys. Um, thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for joining in. <laughs> Zach and Kelly. Zelly. <laughs> Zelly. We're Zelly, also going to Zelly. Zach, Zelly with the Frontline team. 
They've been awesome. I hope you guys shared this message with anybody that you know. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Hey, guys, thanks again for joining in the podcast today. I hope you can uh, listen into the other messages that we have for you coming up. And if there's anything that you need, please reach out to me. But remember this message, guys. If you're not leading your life and helping others, what are you doing? I just want to relay that message out to everyone that's listening in and hopefully take some of this information that you've learned from the podcast and implement it in your daily lives. If there's anything you need, you can reach me and email me at victoria at themedicarespace.com. Again, victoria at themedicarespace.com. Thanks again, guys. And I hope you listen into the next podcast. See you there.